I am so embarrassed because I have not uploaded the latest Rock of Mockery. As I record this Rock of Mockery, I am Pat Boggs. Uh, I'm getting ready to go to the United States of America, my homeland. But I want to leave uh, with the impact of a rock. A rock of mockery. I was making some mockery of the NFL. Yada, yada, yada. I feared someone wasn't paying attention when the Houston Texans announced that they had reached a confidential settlement with each of 30 women who had made or intended to make claims against the organization for allegedly enabling Deshaun Watson's behavior. The plaintiff's attorney announced last Friday that would be, what do you think? Let me see. Let me look at a calendar. I'll tell you. That would be the 15th of uh, July, as we record on the 18th of July, which is, here in Japan, a holiday. A holiday for going to the beach. Because the rainy season is over, but the weather acts like the rainy season is not over. Getting back to my story, the Texans' ownership of Janice McNair, Hannah and Cal McNair, released a statement. We were shocked and deeply saddened when we first learned of the allegations against our then-franchise quarterback back in March of 2021, although our organization did not have any knowledge of Deshaun Watson's conduct, well, I'm not really believing that. We have intentionally chosen to resolve this matter amicably. This is not an admission of any wrongdoing, but it should be. I mean, but instead, <laughs> this is not any admission of any wrongdoing, they say. But I say they should have admitted wrongdoing in providing a non-disclose agreement. They instead want to make it clear that they are against any form of sexual assault and misconduct. We do hope that this resolution on this day last Friday will provide some form of closure to the parties involved our fans, and the Houston community at large. As an organization, we will now turn our focus to the future and doing what we can to ensure respect for all. But they did provide non-disclose agreements.
to the player to be signed by the people giving him that kind of service. They want to hush me up. Attorney Tony Busby, who represents the plaintiffs in the civil suits against Watson and the Texans, said the terms of the settlement will remain confidential because... No, he didn't say because, but I'm saying because. The amounts of money collected by the plaintiffs happened to be greater sums than they had ever hoped for. <gasps> wow, we'll take it. Yes, we will shut up. As I get back to reading verbatim, uh, today all of the women who have made or intended to make claims against the Houston Texans organization have resolved their claims. Busby said in a statement, the terms of the settlements to include the amounts paid each are confidential. I will have no further comment. A lawsuit was filed June 27th in Harris County, Texas, accusing the Texans of being aware of Watson's alleged behavior during sessions and that individuals within the organization knew or should have known of Watson's conduct because of signing the non-disclosed agreements that I told you were signed. But they were not talking about that last Friday when this was announced. This is Mockery Rocks. We are not a news organization. We are not sports commentators. But sometimes we find things that other people do not find. Like I found a place on the internet for the FBI. From the FBI, you can pick up news directly without going to the Associated Press or Reuters or CNN or Fox News. On Wednesday, the previous one, on the 13th of July, 2022, there was this headline from the U.S. Attorney's Office, from the Justice Department. The Justice Department is the FBI. On that same day, a federal jury in central Islip which is on Long Island, New York, returned a guilty verdict on eight counts of a superseding indictment charging Matthew James with perpetuating an over 600 million dollar healthcare fraud scheme. I said it slowly so you can digest the big number. Six hundred million dollars. 
which also included wire fraud and uh, aggravated identity theft charges. The verdict followed a six-week trial before the United States District Judge Joanna Siebert. And these guys wish to take credit. Brion Peace, United States Attorney for the Eastern District of New York, Kenneth A. Polite, Jr., Assistant Attorney General uh, of the Justice Department Criminal Division, and Michael J. Driscoll, Assistant Director in Charge of Federal Bureau of Investigation, New York Field Office. Those guys needed to take credit and probably took bows. The defendant stands convicted of carrying out an audacious scheme in which he used insurance companies as if they might be ATM machines. He stole hundreds of millions of dollars until he was finally exposed by a paper trail a mile long metaphorically a mile long. They didn't actually measure it. Phone recordings on which he impersonated patients and text messages and emails with his co-conspirator doctor clients demonstrating his nefarious billing practices for this massive fraud. A federal jury convicted him last Wednesday for this massive fraud. A federal jury convicted him last Wednesday, stated United States Attorney Peace. Healthcare fraud is not a victimless crime because fraudulent billing ultimately affects consumers who must pay the cost of higher insurance premiums. As proven at trial, James operated medical billing companies to provide billing services for physicians, primarily plastic surgeons, throughout the United States and used his companies to carry out a massive scheme to defraud insurance companies. As a third-party medical biller, James submitted claims to insurance companies and, when necessary, requested reconsideration or appeals of denied claims. The evidence showed that James billed for procedures that were either more serious or entirely different than those his doctor clients performed. For example, the government presented evidence that James impersonated Jeff Pash, the National Football League's general counsel, and Marcus Smart, a professional basketball player for the Boston Celtics, 
of the National Basketball Association in calls the defendant made to insurance companies in which he exaggerated medical procedures, James made thousands of impersonation calls, resulting in over tens of millions of dollars in additional reimbursement to his doctor clients, and from which he received a percentage of the fraudulent proceeds. So that means he's going to be in jail or in prison for a long time. I actually read to you the majority of the words published by the FBI about that guy and nowhere in it do I see what the punishment might be? How many years in prison would he be? They don't say, so I can't say. Should be a really long time, I think. We thank you for listening to this Rock of Mockery. And the point is that we tell you things that other people do not tell you. 